Hello, perceptive readers. This is a James Paul Artistry Consultant moment. And the reason why I'm going to share this view and account with you is so that you can see why I clearly state today is May and it's at the end of the month. You know, we're about to go into June here. And then, you know, it's going to round down uh, to the graduation seasons and things of that nature. But I want to share something with you because I really realized that if you don't have the same type of experiences or background or culture as someone who may be a farmer or someone who may be uh, um, what they call silver spoon in your mouth or someone who may be urban living or ghetto living. See, those are different experiences. And what has happened over time, since enough time has gone by, there's been so much data gathered in so many um, of these backgrounds and cultures that man has come to the intellectual, uh, not only capability, but still thinking at time that really goes into the arrogant level that they really think they can figure out every single human being out on the face of this earth. And then when they can't do it, then they start labeling them in some other ways about this and that. Now, the first thing to understand on what I'm going to share with you is if you're on a battle, you know, on a battlefield or in a war, where do these persons actually duck and hide and protect themselves? They're in foxholes, right? And the whole point is the enemy on the other side, you know, a uh, uh, hundred yards, they're really 200 yards away or what have you. They may try to goad you on to do this or that, but you ain't going to be no fool, are you? You're not going to be a fool. Okay. Now, with that being said, let me tell you about the situation certain persons get in who have developed trade secrets. Now, you hear of espionage, corporate espionage. Uh, back in the 80s, they even had uh, such uh, shows like Wall Street and things of that nature. And, and there were some other ones along those lines that really dramatized the life and actually what goes on with insider trading as well, which, you know, persons have been fined, persons have gone to jail, all sorts of things, doing things like that over the years. Now, with that being said, see, persons can realize just how unscrupulous and wrong that is in that setting and would be, be like, Oh, serve this person right for this or that or what have you for engaging as such. But I told you the time period now that we live in, they have some of these ones. They have a well planned out system to actually do the same type of stuff. But once again, designated a stated as being some type of experiment. <laughs> um, and, and other types of designations, but that's the way uh, they get a, they get around it. That's the way to get away with it. 
okay? But see, not crying over spilt milk, really. I still want to emphasize to you what I mean, because some of you, I'm sure most likely will want to understand further why I said once you get placed in this certain type of category, it never ends. And that's why you have to basically take some of the advisement that I've already mentioned in this podcast. I'm not going to mention everything that I just described it, but if you go back through, then you, you, you'll start figuring out, okay, all right, okay. Now, so with that being said, imagine you're a person and you have developed trade secrets. And then you might have shared at least some of them with other persons in your life. And so you have maybe some persons who have considered them your your competition or enemies or or what have you uh, that, remember, people put a lot of effort, time, and money into finding out trade secrets like they did way back in the 80s and 90s. You see, and of course, before then. So with that effort being put into it, where it's even to the point, as some persons were saying, you know, if I'm going up against a person, I even want to know what they eat. I want to know when they sleep. I want to know when they go here, when they go there and things of that nature. And so that they can get a well mapped out view of not only their actions each day, but they're literally trying to get into their psyche. And now that you have AI and all sorts of other types of surveillance, this is where the arrogance has come in on this level. It's like, no, we see everything. We got everything. So we should be able to, once again, get every single trade secret out from whether it's coaching people he's known or she has known to bribing to just outright, once again, hacking and stealing. Okay. Now, you get labeled in that way, and then the golden on, as you heard me use earlier about, uh, like if somebody was on a, a battlefield, for persons to be saying, "You do this now, you 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 can do this, you can do that," and then when you don't do it, then you know they may try to start the narrative of this or that, or why you won't do this or that, and guess what? It won't be correct probably the majority of the time. And here's the reason why. Imagine part of your trade secret is you're a very good negotiator. You're a fair negotiator. And, you know, oftentimes before persons go into negotiations, you know, they may even have uh, someone that they're talking to or a team or what have you. And you're already discussing, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how high we're going to go or as low as we will go. Uh, these are the concessions we will make here or there or what have you. You see, now imagine you talking all of this out in a confidential secret meeting. Okay. Now, unbeknownst to you, you already got an insider in that situation. 
So by the time you go to a this very big important meeting with another big time person or company or what have you, they already got the jump on you 99%. So the whole point is all they can do is they already got what you know. They already know your trade secrets and your techniques. So who do you think is going to come out better in the negotiations? Who do you think, once again, is going to uh, come out better equipped to, I don't want to use the term price gouge, but not to give this, you know, this, uh, I, they wouldn't be a competitor at this time, maybe they would be, but not to give this person you in negotiations with a fair deal because you already got the very, very important information that you needed in the first place and what they would do, how far they would go. And then sometimes even get information that since you have what you needed, what you was going for the person for, then, you know, like I said, you at one time may have paid millions of dollars for this. Now it may be down to not even barely uh, a hay penny or pennies on the dollar. You, you see what I'm talking about? So being in this type of setup, it is it is not benign. It continues forever, no matter where you go to this situation or that situation. It can follow such persons in this type of situation, even though some people say, oh, no, it's over now. No, no, it's not. And let's say even if, and this is a hypothetical situation, that it is, you should still be empathetic enough or sympathetic enough to understand why the person now will just not do certain things a certain way anymore. You see, it was already arrogance that started this situation, and now it's arrogance that will still continue along the line where a person would just have to continue to protect themselves and still try to carry about business and do things certain ways. That's why I said before, you get a person in this type of situation, you see, it literally is still money talks BS walk. And it shows us, it shows a character, strength of character and fairness to be able to look at a situation like this and just go ahead and say, no, you, you know, um, the person has already made their point enough times on this is incorrect in the way you establish professional, um, you know, um, um, professional relationships, professional contracts. I was thinking of another word. Maybe it'll come to me. But see, that's the whole thing. And this is where I want to tell you again about the arrogance. Uh, I was watching a Bugatti, um, you know, promo about a month or so ago. And I don't remember the um, the artist, you see, uh, his name at this time. 
the man was highly skilled. And so I'll have to look it up. But he was very highly skilled. Okay, well, what he could do with designs and architecture and all sorts of things. And the respectful and professional way they approached him and asked them, well, you know, it was going back and forth as they was deciding, because on one hand, they were asking him to do this. And he was uh, basically mentioning the car is so well made and designed. It's almost like, oh, you don't even want to. You don't even want to mess with a masterpiece or, or perfection on this level, um, thinking that you're going to change it and create, uh, you know, the wheel all over, to use the expression of something totally new. All the same, the artistic design that he came up with for the car, you love it. I love it. I, I just love the way it looks and, and the concept of how he came up with it. Okay. Now, with that being said, see, this is what I'm telling you about the arrogance of this of this nature um, of our time period that we live in now. I don't think no one would would even have a thought go through their mind that they would have went to that highly skilled man and just tried to find ways to basically use certain techniques on him to get all his trade secrets out. They just realized how disrespectful that would be for that man and the skills that he already possessed and shown. Now, I'm here to tell you today, even though I use somebody who was highly skilled in this way, I'm still saying, according to the good book practices, we're still not supposed to usurp anybody whether they got those type of skill levels or not, that type of knowledge or not, you see. But I'm here to tell you today, as I say again, that's why I request my payment the way that I said I requested it a couple of weeks ago, which was still totally ignored, is this. I have skills as well, just in a different area. I have experience as well, just in a different area. And to continue to still keep pushing this thing the way that you are, you see, you're not going to get the results or this or that. But then again, in some ways, you have gotten the results. And you know what the results were? To slow down the process of what I was already developing and creating in the first place. And as I said, again, it doesn't fly on whether somebody said, can you create this or that before you heard me uh, say this before, because I keep on saying again, one, it's none of your business. Two, it is not for you to judge in such a matter on this way. Three, I told you, you can put a person in a situation where any type of mean-spirited uh, thought or accusation that one person says about another, you keep entertaining the other people like nosy people who just like to keep things going, and you entertain them for not days or weeks, but years on end, 
what does that once again say about I'm not going to finish it. Maybe you can think of what I was going to say. But see, but that's my 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 whole point here. There is nothing, as I said before, for me to prove. And even if you want to go into the area of spirituality, you can't judge me on my spirituality when you don't even have the same belief system, even if you say we're of the same faith. I'll let you meditate on that as well. And I know what scripture some would use, but see, the point is you don't even understand the context that I'm coming from. So that's my point. I'm telling you what it is now. I'm telling you the situation that I know the God in heaven even sees it as. And that's why I continue. I rely heavily upon his wisdom. What sometimes people fail to realize is with all this intellectual capability that we developed and technology and things of that nature, we're still imperfect. And with this spirit of the air in this matrix, you can have a hundred of the smartest people in the room. And yet we'll still go into that group ape think type mind and setting that again, would allow or promote an atrocity. This was a James Paul Artistry consulting moment. Take care, Perceptive Readers. Have a good day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.